You are tuning in to the 170th edition of your favorite podcast, The Dos and D Show. Thank you for your company as always. We appreciate you spending some time with us today. We have an absolutely massive episode for you, but before we get into it, hit that subscribe or follow button so you never miss an episode. Now, our guest today is one of the quickest athletes Australia has ever produced. She is an Olympian, Commonwealth Games athlete, University Games bronze medalist, and Oceania champion. She made her name competing in the 400-meter sprint, but these days competes in the 800 meters with a personal best of, guess what, just 0.06 over two minutes, if you don't mind. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Morgan Mitchell. This was one of the most fun chats we've ever had on the show as we bounced around such a wide range and at times random topics. However, Morgan does share her story of how a party girl from Werribee with raw talent became one of the best to ever represent the country. Plus, she gives us amazing insight into a sport which is just so cutthroat it's hard to fathom. Morgan shares her Olympic experiences, her disciplines, how the sport works, online abuse and some behind the scenes truths of being an Olympian we just don't hear about. But sprinkled throughout are some of the all-time great stories and aspects of Morgan outside of her sport. She talks about partying in New York with some of the world's biggest rappers, her love of fashion, tattoos on an aeroplane, and a glimpse into her wild child days. Guys, we know you're going to love this episode as it's so much fun as well as an amazing insight into being an Olympian. So without further ado, here she is, the incredibly talented Morgan Mitchell. Right, we have just had a fantastic chat with a guest we've just met, but it feels like we've known her forever. Morgan Mitchell, welcome to the Dawson D Show. Hey guys, how are we? Good, good. That is a good feeling. We were just uh, exchanging uh, tattoos. Well, obviously not me. Uh, I no, don't you're have about one. to get one. Yeah. <laughs> now it's open on the air that, that I'm getting one. Gosh, so. yeah. Yeah, but you were having a nice little chat there about your tats. Well, Morgan, I think a great place to start. Tell us that story you just told us about your tattoo on your hand, because that is incredible. Uh, I, um, so it's this one. I was actually bored back in 2017, coming back from my European season. I was flying from London to Switzerland. I should, I'll get the photo up later. And I just started like drawing on my hand and I thought, oh, that looks kind of cool. I'll just go, go home and get it tattooed. And I messaged my friend, (laughs) sent him the photo and I was like, hey, what do you reckon? He's like, "Uh, yeah, Morgan, you always come in here with the weirdest ideas. Like, let's just do it. (laughs) So I landed home and I honestly went straight into the studio and got tattooed. And I was telling you guys like how I nearly passed out because I was like hungover. I'm jet lagged. It's on my non-dominant hand, so everything always hurts. On your hand, too. Yeah, I was only like, how old was I back in the day? 22 at the time. Yep. And I remember showing mum and she nearly fainted. She was really? just like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what have I raised? But um, yeah, no, I've got a few. I think I'm done, but... What, what's, yeah, the most, what's the most painful place to go to tattoo? Normally? Well, I was just saying ribs. I've done ribs. Feet. Feet. Top of your foot. Wait, do you have that... Oh, yeah, yeah you said you... Yeah. yeah, so that my like Olympic tattoos are on the top of my oh, feet. Nice. That your ear... So oh. not, not like the side or the back. You know how people say, yeah, oh, back. it's my ear? Yeah. But on your actual ear, I cried. I cried. First time ever. Would not recommend. What did you get what? there? Just some lines. What about the, uh, <laughs> what about the, the lip? Did that yeah. hurt? No, that did, I was 19 and pretty drunk. <laughs> the, best way, the best time to get them. Yeah. That's so embarrassing. I'm not even going to show <laughs> yeah, you. It's like you didn't even want us to bring that up. Actually. I really no. want to see that. Can you show us after the podcast? Yeah, I can show you oh. guys now. Oh, Bad. oh, no, that's the, okay. We're not going <laughs> to no. judge on the podcast. No, 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 no not no, at all. No judging at all. Don't um, worry. I've got, a, I've got a really embarrassing quote on my hand in and Spanish. What does it say? Well, it just means, it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> it just means without fear or fearless in, in, in Spanish because I was learning Spanish and going around yeah. America and having fun. So, well, uh, well, we everyone talk- has a story. Well, we were yeah. talking about meanings of tattoos, and you were saying, you know, sometimes you would have to make up the meanings of your tats, but. You know, well, because why, why well, do you to feel co- you have to, to justify to convince my poor mother to get my first tattoo when I was eight? Like I was like freshly eighteen. I'm like I'm getting a tat. Like what yeah. else do you do when you're eighteen? So 
I, and mum was not for it. <laughs> She's my like, dad, go to uni. Get a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly. Like, do something with your life. Dad was all for it because he's covered. So dad was fine. Dad dad put me onto his uh, tattoo straight away. <laughs> so it was easy. Yeah, got, I got booked in the next morning and um, <laughs> didn't even get to design it. And I'm not that happy with it. But anyway. Well, his dad was a bodybuilder. So it was good tattoos, oh. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but yeah, essentially I said to mum, what if it means you? Like what if it? What if? She what can't if speak it, Spanish. She'll what, never know. <laughs> no, this is a this is the tiger on my arm, right? Oh, so I said, if it, if it represents you <laughs> in some way, do you allow it? Next thing, she's next to me on the internet, going through designs. She's like, oh, I like that, I like that. Really? So. There's a little tip to the listeners if you want to convince your parents. I actually um, got my mum's name, funnily enough. Well, that's, a, that's, that's much more. That's better. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> no, no, oh, you got it yeah, as an extra on to, my ankle. Yeah, because oh. I was in the same boat. She's like, why would you get? And rah, rah. I'm like, oh, well, I got your name. <laughs> Silence. I'm like, she likes it. That is smart, Morgan. That's <laughs> yeah. smart. Well, I mean, there's so much to cover with you and we're going to cover different aspects of your life because yeah. there's more to what we probably see on social media too. But tell us a little bit firstly about what you do in terms of your Olympic drive, your running career. It's, it's quite fascinating. We're quite naive to the sport. We don't know much. So we're going to probably ask a lot yeah. of dumb questions. <laughs> but we're very interested to hear the life of a sprinter. Far out. It's funny because, like, a lot of people don't know what athletics is about or, you know, what it entails. And in my head, I'm like, oh, you honestly just kind of go to the track and run. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's not like AFL where the ball's just flinging around everywhere. You kind of just get your lane and go for it. But I started when I was six and then I quit because I feel like I'm flogging a dead horse. It's just a story that everyone knows and has heard a million times. Well, we haven't heard it. so Yeah, yeah. But I quit because I just wanted to party. You know when, like, you get your fake ID, Melbourne's just pop- – does anyone remember billboards? Yeah. <laughs> we, 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 Be careful. We had the owner of billboards in here last <laughs> week. Really? Yeah. I used former, to former. Love Oh, good. Yeah, positive. <laughs> Inflation doesn't count as well. Thursdays, you can still get the $5 shots. <laughs> I still get the – do you still get the text, funny chance? <laughs> I get the t- – I get, I get, I I get text. I get text. I get text every Saturday night saying, show this for free entry. Yeah, oh, yeah. mate. We should honestly just have a reunion then. I That's never, the best I never went to billboards. <laughs> nah. Back in like 2009, oh, so good. I had my sister's fake ID. But I yeah, how old were you then? You were not legal. Yeah, no, I was like 16, 17. Okay. But yeah, can th- I, I can't, did I just like... No, 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 no. <laughs> no I went we've out heard, with mates. We've heard a lot worse on this podcast. I've actually got, oh, a, gr- I've got a great story actually because I went. I was I was the first 118 out of all my mates. Yeah. Uh, we went to a local nightclub and my dad picked us up from a party, drove us to the nightclub and the whole way there, my mate, he's 17, Basically, I had to pretend and, and remember his fake name on the fake ID. And then we get to the front. Even my dad was in on it. He goes, now, boys, you know, remember the name. Remember the name. We get to the front and the, the bouncer and the lady at the front must have known. And then she said to me, and I was fucked. And she said, oh, Wade, you know, how's your night been? Yeah, good, good. And who are you here with? I'm like, oh, I'm here with Tommy. And that wasn't his name on the ID. Oh and she goes, see God. you later, boys. And, and, and took his ID. Where were you trying to get into? Nakawan? Uh, no, God, no. Um, no, we're, we're Mornington boys. It was just a Mornington oh, club. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, what was so it called? My sister lives down there. Cruise, it was called. <laughs> oh, well, we had Mint Lounge in Werribee. Mint Lounge. I've heard of that. It yeah. just closed down. I'm shouting. I think I might have actually gone there one night. Yeah. I was saying this club in Werribee was so good. You'd get people from the east coming over to party really i was explaining to my friends the other day i was like it is a huge deal for anyone from the east to get across the west gate let alone drive all the way <laughs> to fucking where yeah <laughs> this club was sick really so no, we got, yeah every local town has one <laughs> wow so take us back to it so we're billboards at 16 years old yeah, <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Dollar, went on a bit of a tangent pussy shots. oh my god they're my favorite <laughs> and then um i never really like i loved school just yeah. for the social aspect, but I never really went because I was too busy with my sister's ID. 
And so, yeah, no, I was fucked. <laughs> but I also played netball at the same time. So I kind of had to pick and choose. My, sis, my older sister and I were super competitive. And I was like, well, I've partied. We both just made the state team for netball. We have nationals soon. I want to start athletics again because Rio is the host city for the 2016 Olympic Games. Party. Yep. <laughs> if I start running, I can go to Rio for free because I could not afford it. And then that year in year 12, I messaged my coach saying, I want to go to the Olympics in four years. I'll never, I wish I still had the text. He's like, come down on Thursday and let's just run some laps. Like, let's just start yeah. there. And so my sister and I made the Aussie team for netball. And then I, that year as well, two weeks later, I made the Aussie team for athletics, like the World wow. Juniors, which is the Olympics for young kids. And this is so funny. I remember the world champs for netball being in Ballarat and the world champs for track were in Barcelona. <laughs> My mum sat me down. She's like, look, they're at the same time. What do you want to do? <laughs> I was like, are you fucking serious? I'm going to Barcelona. Like, what the hell? But I'm so glad I did that because it was like the first time in my life I knew I had to just shut down all the immaturity, like the partying, this, that, the other. And I just knew going to that, making my first Aussie team, it sounds so weird to say it out loud, but I just knew I was going to go to the Olympics from that moment. Like, I went to Barcelona. I think I dropped two or three seconds on my PB it was an awesome trip. Still have some of my best mates from that trip now. And it's crazy to think something I wanted since I was six years old then manifested when I was 18 and when I tell you I was a fucking wild child. You would not believe – I don't even know how I've I made just got, it. Yeah, I've, I've got yeah, ideas oh in my God. head. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> but to, then to fast forward four years and I'm, you know, on the start line in Rio was just the best feeling ever as a 21-year-old. Of course, yeah. And you just get addicted to that feeling. So athletics is cool. We pretty much have our Aussie season from October till March – so that's the Aussie summer. And then straight away we go away for a training camp in America, March, April, May, and then the European season kicks off. So we'll do that for about three months and then there's a major at the end. So it usually goes Olympics, World Champs, Com Games, World Champs, Olympics in that kind of cycle. Mm. So it's a pretty, to be honest, like being able to have a Europe trip <laughs> for about 12 years straight is like the coolest thing <laughs> ever. Yeah, definitely. I know, I like I'm in it for the, you know, I want to see how fast I can run and get the most out of my career. But I said to him, being a girl from Werribee with a single mum and no money, like being able to finally travel the world and do what I want is just the coolest thing ever. Yeah, so, I, 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 don't be offended by this, but no, it, when, no, when you're saying that, I think of, I think of Nick Curios because yeah. Nick Curios he's not necessarily in it for like I don't care if I'm not the world number one I don't yeah. care if I'm not winning Grand Slams but he's he's good at it he he's does so it <laughs> he, he does it but he just has a good time while doing it yeah yeah I think that's important I think I know like a lot of sport people look to sports stars you know the greats and they're like oh I just want to be like him he puts in all this hard work and it's like yeah I've always loved people that kind of do enjoy that, but you also need to enjoy life. And mm. I do try to like ingrain that in some of my students, some of my training partners who are a lot younger than me. I'm like, yeah, it's cool. And there can only be one. And I think you should work towards that for sure. But don't forget that life's for living and you have mm. to actually enjoy it. Like not too many people get to do what we do. And I know a lot of athletes are too scared to say, fuck, I just really want to, you know, we based in Nice this year in the South of France and a lot of athletes hated us for it. Like, we can base fucking anywhere if yeah, there's a track yeah. in a gym. Who cares? Like, that's just what we want to do. Sorry we don't want to be in the back streets of Germany on a farm. Like, get over it. Yeah. If you want to do it, make it happen. Like, sure. <laughs> eat, eat the baguette. Eat the croissants. Yeah. You know. <laughs> eat the croissants. Oh, my God. Paris is Drink sick. the coffee. France yeah. is sick. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. yeah I've never been, but oh, only dreams. Oh, yeah. So only dreams. Yeah. Well, actually, we are talking off air. My um, my sister's boyfriend, Will, he, they, they just come back from Europe and he was yeah. hopping around from Germany to Scotland to here and everywhere for races. And, yeah. Yeah. Sounded, sounded quite yeah, amazing. It's so but good. When's the moment you find out or know that you were seriously quick? 
because one thing like <laughs> there's one thing like thinking like it's all well and good to have goals and dreams but I mean I don't know enough about it but yeah. I'm guessing to some extent there's got to be some genetics play a part because I yeah. don't know if you could train anybody to be running running 800 meters in two minutes like <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think it does like a lot of it is genetics a lot of it is hard work but I think you, athletics is easy if you you see the times that you're running in training and then you just compare them to the comp yeah. and that's for us it's like yep I'm quick or mm, got a bit of work to do. Right now I have a bit of work to do. But <laughs> that's the one thing I do love about the sport. There are no judges. There's nothing. It's just you and the clock. I do say anyone can run. I truly believe it. It's just those that don't, I guess, have that, the help of genetics do need to put in a lot more work. And sometimes they do come out on top. And like mm. the perfect example I think for that is Conor McGregor. Yeah. When you watch his like documentary, read his book or whatever else he has and just hear his story, it's like far out. Mm. Two left feet, Mr. Two Left Feet ends up knocking out, you know, world number ones and has a yacht and a business line. And I just think that's just so cool. It really does just come down to the work that you want to put in. But yeah, it's not for everyone. But is there a moment that you are told or you find out? When is that moment where you, you, you've, you've got something in you that is special? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can yeah, say it. Yeah. Nah, um, I kind of knew when I was young. Yeah. Like, yeah, for me, it was little like, athletics. Like, so you're, just, you're, are you winning everything? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I was such a humble kid. I hated kids like you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. There goes Morgan again. Yeah. But I felt Life so me bad for, for all time. my friends. So I'd like cross the line and be like, oh, fuck, like get off the track and just shake their hands and then take all your friends to get a hot dog or an icy pole. Or yeah. that's honestly why I ran was just to see my mates and winning everything. I'd be like, mom. I kind of want to like share it. You didn't let others win, did you? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> of course. But deep not. down, I was like, yeah. I just. You had, the, you had the right intent. Yeah. 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 As a kid, yeah. and especially when you play, I grew up playing basketball and netball as well. I love team sports. So I saw athletics as a team sport, even though it is very much individual. I wanted everyone to celebrate a win. Yep. But yeah. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't help it. <laughs> no, but I, I find it fascinating because they're just, they're just, there has to be for everybody some. That like moment, moment where you go, yeah. okay, I've there's like I've got something in me that yeah. most people don't have. Well, with a footballer, for example, typically yeah, how does you're, that work? you're 16 or 15, and and you know someone come or so, there's someone amongst you know the, the what would you call it the interleague or TSA Cup or just that level mm. above that might be scouting. So, is there scouting involved? Like, do you have a local athletics club that you run at, and then yeah. there might be someone that's watching, and, and you get invited to another. A group of um, runners, I'm not sure. No, it's not like that at all. It's kind of, it's like I said, just comes down to time. So if you're coming in the top three, four, five and you're hitting the time, you're pretty much, you just know you've got that qualifying time to make it to the next race and then you just enter the next race and if that goes well, then you enter the next one and it all just evens out because the people that do select, the, who runs in these certain races, like the top tier ones, will look at your time and be like, okay, well, she's too slow. She's not racing this one. And then you got to keep working at it to get in the big races, which are now called Diamond Leagues. It used to be the Golden League or whatever. And they're all taking place in Europe. But within Australia, we have like the mini series and it's the same thing. The selectors will look at who's running fast, who hasn't. And then you can also see it in this online portal where each week the races, all the results from every single race get uploaded. You can see the top 100 in the world, who's doing what. You can scale it down to certain countries, age levels, whatever you want. And I think that's kind of nice. Every athlete's always on it. Like, fuck, where am I at now? Yeah, like, yeah. like Strava. You know? yeah, oh, God. My yeah. coach in Strava, she loves Strava. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's cool. And once you do get to that certain level, you just know 
okay, I'm, I know you can kind of just pick which races you do want to run. And the last few years I've been injured, so I've just gone down a little bit and I'm racing locally and I just want to find my feet again. And I love being vulnerable. I'm like, oh, it's whatever. I've already had my golden days and hoping to get them back. But yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's such an easy sport <laughs> in well, terms of that. Like, well, well, we, we see how hard you work. Like, yeah, there's one but, thing we're like, I don't think it's that easy. Yeah, that's but a imagine, good point. like, play, I couldn't imagine playing footy and you know you're better than someone, but say the coach just likes them more. Whereas I'm like, oh, you don't have to fucking like me, but if I'm running yeah. quicker than a girl that you love, I'm still going to get that lane. Otherwise, yeah, you look true. like an idiot. Mm. Whereas if I knew I wasn't getting selected because I was not liked, punches would be thrown. I'm such <laughs> yeah. a sore loser. I couldn't do that. Yeah. I was reading something this morning, actually, about you, which I found really fascinating. I don't know if it was <laughs> Let's different. hope it's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You can, you can squash it. I love how he said this morning, dude. Like, you know, it's, it's, we're, it's all, we've been preparing for a month for it. You know, it's... Oh, yeah. well, you've got to freshen these things up. You've got to freshen these things up. You need to freshen your mind. <laughs> Gosh, now I'm thrown off. I don't know if it was a coach or something that, that changing you, but it, it's basically said you went from running like 15 kilometres a week to yeah. like 60 to 70 kilometres a week. Yeah. What was the method behind that change and what did it actually duty oh i um so i used to be a 400 meter sprinter yeah and in 2018 it was the worst year of my life on the track uh, it was com games a home com games as well right and you think you'd be in tip-top shape <laughs> <laughs> i was not Billboards coming. <laughs> i was not and uh my coach and i parted ways unfortunately then my gym coach left for overseas and my physio <laughs> just went mia and this is three months out from com games and I don't really like – now I can, like, speak on yeah. it. But in the moment when I'm injured, sick or going through shit, I just don't like telling people because it just causes more drama. There are a lot more rumours and people want to have their opinion on your life. So I kept it quiet. But I was struggling and I hated it. I ran okay. Really, we missed out on a medal. And I sat down after Com Games like, what the fuck am I doing in this sport? Like, I actually hate it. There's no support. Everyone's just left and I look like the idiot because I'm not going to tell anyone what's going on. And so I switched to the 800. I contacted my new coach and I said to her, Liz, I am going away on a Europe trip for three months. <laughs> you won't see me. But when I get back, will you coach me to the 800? I want to go to Tokyo. So this is 2018. I want to go to the Tokyo Olympics for the 800. I hate the 400. I don't want to be a part of it. And it was either literally retire on the spot or try a different event. And she said, okay, well... Have fun in Europe and <laughs> I'll see you when you're back. I got back. <laughs> Again, hungover, jet lagged, <laughs> so overweight. <laughs> and going from a sprinter running 15 kilometres a week, she said, we need to get you fit. And so she gradually built me up 15, 20, 25, 30, 40, all the way up to 60K a week to run the 800 because you do need, you know, the miles in the yeah. legs. And it got to a certain point in the new year and I was like, fuck Tokyo, it's 2019, I reckon we can make worlds. And she was like, these girls are like, quick, don't, you know, just because you're a sprinter, don't come here with that attitude. I'm like, nah, we'll make it. I just, I just had so much belief in her as a coach because she understood me as a person. And yeah, we go over to Europe on this 60 kilometre a week. I think I'd only been doing it for about a month. And we dropped the time and <laughs> we're on our wow. way to Doha. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So that was the reason why I had to actually, you know, ditch the shorter yeah. work and kind of commit to the longer stuff. But to see it pay off, it was just... For her as well, it was the coolest thing ever because everyone – I remember when we did <laughs> move to the 800, I had all these coaches and, you know, like the head coaches and other people coming in out of nowhere, by the way. They just have their say when they think something's wrong. They're like, 
just do the relay. Like, you're still a sprinter. It's like, no, fuck you guys. I'm going to the fucking eight. Like, it's just been a hell. No one really understands what you're going through unless mm. they know, right? And now I'm speaking on it. And so, yeah, to see that pay off and now I'm going to go back to the four, I think I just get a little bit bored. I'm going to do hopefully both next year. It's just kind of nice, like, when you take control of your life and it goes the way you want. So, yeah, that's why I moved up. Awesome. What, like, I'm just thinking back to the feeling for you when, like, you're about to compete in a Com Games in your own country on the Goldie. Yeah. But then three months before, your team basically, you know, disappear. Yeah. And then you underperform to what you, you know, the standards you have on yourself. Like mm. at, on home soil, I'm sure there was a lot of expectation, a lot oh. of pressure from yourself, but also yeah. externally. Like, like how was that feeling? Like, no, like on your own home turf, you've probably been looking forward to it for ages. ages you've been yeah. counting down the, the years, if you know, Literally. or the days, if not the years. Like, how was that kind of feeling actually finishing that? Was it deflating? Well, like, or did you feel, did you feel shit? What was the feeling? Um. Going into it, I felt shit because all eyes were on me and I got a lot of media attention and people hated me for that anyway. Like, I'm fucking contacting Channel 7, hey, come and interview me. Like, what? So a lot of pe- there was a lot of jealousy in the team, which sucked. And I just got really nervous because I like to keep to myself. I have, like, my three friends on a team and I'll just hang out with them or sit in my room and fucking <laughs> play internet chess. Like, I'm a very <laughs> low-key person. <laughs> and I remember getting to the start line thinking... I had Emma Murray in my corner and she knew what was going on, my psych. And she was like, just breathe and have fun. Like, there's not much you can do. You've done all you can with such a rough year. Just get out there and have fun. And so I I remember, I'm pretty sure I took like a shot of tequila. (laughs) (laughs) I love how so many great stories start with this. Yeah, I was like, I just have to calm down. And the only way I know how to calm down, and I ran a season's best, I'm pretty sure, in the semi. Didn't make the final, but we made the final of the relay. But honestly, crossing the line, I was just relieved. I was like, get me the fuck off this track. Get me to like Byron or something and let Mm. me just chill out because there was just so much head noise. And, you know, you really do take on everyone else's energy, especially when it's like a home anything. You know, like Aussies go hard and that was cool. But I crossed the line, I'm like... Well, you, saw, you saw the, the World Cup, the Women's World Cup, like the Matildas, oh, like nuts. It was insane. Yeah, like I'm sure you might have been on that band. I was on the band. Yeah, 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 I was. Sure. Uh, I, I had the shirt and the posters up. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we all. Were. Yeah, you know, and it's the same when it comes to yeah. athletics. Oh, for sure. And I just sometimes as an athlete, you just want people to understand. Like, we love the support, but also you have to understand we genuinely are human. Like, imagine someone going to your day job. And sitting over you, you've got not just one person, 100,000 people looking at you doing accounting. If you don't do it the right way, they're going to start yelling shit. You're fucking dumb. You're an idiot. Mm. Like, can you imagine that in your everyday job? And people, people would be like, yeah, but you signed up for it. But on the dotted line, it doesn't say, and you will cop all the yeah. abuse you get. It's yeah. like, be a better person. Understand that we're just trying our best. And sometimes we all have a story and that's why things aren't going our way. And... You know what I mean? So, yeah. where does the abuse like come from? Oh, like, like in terms of <laughs> <laughs> great, I got a bra today. How long does this podcast go for? <laughs> but, but like, for what angles do they take? Because in some, like, we've had some athletes on this this podcast talk about it's to do with gambling, like yeah. AFL players oh, and soccer scary. players, and that's like. But for you guys, where does the abuse come from? For what reason would you get abused? I like, I get abused for fucking everything. It's so funny. I had someone make a 17 minute YouTube video on me, bullying me about my body, literally about my body. Yeah. And my friends are like, look, we've watched it. Don't watch it. Cause you'll fucking, we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. But it's like, 
You didn't watch it, did you? No, I watched the first 30 seconds oh, and started crying. And then I was like, oh, no, I didn't even know it. That's him. horrible. Yeah. And it's. Was that an Australian person? That no, he was American. <sighs> Funnily enough, with a daughter and a wife, and he's bagging a young female. I was like 23 or 24 at the time. But I'm always, you know. And was he a former world champion in running? No, he's one of those like buff gym. Oh, okay. Oh, and because right. I'm a vegan, it's like, oh, you just need a steak uh, and a hug. And I'm like, <laughs> what the? <laughs> I, I honestly don't ever really tell anyone anymore that I'm vegan purely because when the game changes came out, it came with a lot of negative backlash. And I'm like 21 years old at the time when it did come out. I'm like, I'm just, I'm just living. Like I got asked to do a, you know, to be in a documentary and yeah, you didn't some ask of for it, it was positive. Yeah. yeah. But there's always people going at me for my diet, my coaching choices, my body, my work away from the track. Like anytime I breathe, <laughs> they're like, oh God, <laughs> here she goes again, stealing all the oxygen. And I think that's why in the past few years, I've probably taken a step back from athletics in the sense that I still train, but I'm not as vocal about my choices in life because someone always has an issue. I don't usually do podcasts that often, if ever, because usually it just gives people an angle. But now I'm working with my psych and he's amazing. He's like, Morgan, fuck them all off. Like, it's your life. Yeah. Don't let their energy in. And we're working really hard on that. And I just, the last, even the last few months, I've just felt so much better because of it. But it is funny, I, I, it all started when I was 18. So for the past 10, 11 years, now that I'm 29, I've caught nothing but abuse. And still there's support, but the support usually only comes from either really young fans or just family and friends. And everyone else, I, I, I don't even know if people would watch this, but it is funny, like the people that bag me, they would watch some of this stuff like, oh, we didn't know that. Yeah. I'm like, you guys were the fucking bullies. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Mm. Just because I get to do certain things away from the track, people think my life's fun and shiny, but I still had social anxiety. I still have like certain things go on that I'm trying to control. And just because people see things going good doesn't mean I'm always good mentally or in a good place spiritually or energetically or whatever. So I think that's like the hardest part. And that's something I'm definitely working on, like especially with commenting on women's bodies in sport. Mm. Even men, men cop it too. But for me, it's just like, it's a big no-no. Mm. Yeah. We have to get out there in undies and a crop top, which is hard enough. We're not Victoria's Secret models. Like, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. To, well the, the thing that, oh, to make a 17-minute YouTube video about... Pathetic, yeah. Uh, you know, a young girl's body. Yeah. I just, I don't quite understand what goes through someone's head to do that. Like, yeah, What does, gives you the right or the... Why does anybody want to hear your opinion on that? In yeah. the first place. And then post all this misinformation about my racing. I'm like, no kidding, mate. I've come dead last. I've come first. I've come fourth. I've done this. I'm so used to all of that, but at least get the facts right. Yeah. Like, if you're going to comment on me, at least, like, post information that's correct. But to say, like, oh, she's got cottage cheese thighs and this and that. Wow. I'm like, and? <laughs> yeah. I just Now I'm at this point where I just don't care anymore. I'm yeah. like, okay, <laughs> moving on. So in amongst your teammates um, and other – well, not necessarily teammates because you're all individual athletes, yeah. but people that you train with and those that you're close with, in, in that moment or in that instance when you are copying it all the time, do you feel like sometimes you or other specific athletes cop it more than others and then how do they respond to that knowing that you might cop it more – I don't know if it's because you're in the media more so or you've been mm. on the Game Changers docker, I'm not sure, but – like how do, when you're training together, like those ones that probably don't cop it as much as you, how do they support you in that? Oh, they're amazing. I mean, you know, it's like any kind of family or friend that you have. They just remind you how much they love you. And then like they remind you of your worth and all of that. And I think that's quite nice because I'm very, I'm a very open, outspoken person anyway. So if I'm feeling it, I have no poker face. You'll see if I'm angry, you'll know. If I'm sad, you'll know. If I'm happy, you'll know. 
but I've surrounded myself with a really good small group of people who I trust with my life. So anytime now I hear a rumor or whatever, I just know I'm like, whatever. There's like five people in my life that know the real, real, real me. Yeah. Yeah. And we all know the truth. And if that's not the truth, then, you know, you know what it's like, the older you get, the less you have time for BS. I don't know what came over me. Yeah. I turned 27, 28 and I'm like, Oh, fuck it. 25-year-old me would, like, cry in a toilet for about five days. But now, I'm like, okay, well, there's more to life and there's a lot more shit going on than what the back of my butt and thighs is doing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. let's actually care about shit that we should care about in the world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and it's tough because, I mean, you do, to some extent, you have to have that, like, because we, we, I mean, we don't, we haven't had 17-minute YouTube videos made about us, but we honestly, if you oh, get time, actually watch it because it's pretty fucked. Oh gosh, I'd hate to hear what they say about my body. You know, honestly, <laughs> but we um, we we cop we, and it's funny. Like I I don't know, like we we cop our fair share too through TikTok and Instagram, oh, yeah. and they're all, they're always like small comments. Some of, and we actually when they're clever and witty, we we often bring them up as respect uh, it. Comment you know? of the yeah, week yeah, on the show, and we we clap. So mate, actually, well done. I couldn't that was say quite it. funny. Yeah, but I can understand. Like as a younger, it's we're older too so it's like it's easier to cop that kind of thing but as a younger person must be really tough but take us to 2021 and take us to tokyo that must have been incredible no (laughs) (laughs) the experience the experience Uh, no it was tough because it was covid and i had a torn achilles or partially torn achilles so again i didn't tell anyone (laughs) i should have just said something and i should have probably pulled out in hindsight but it was covid i was stuck in sydney trying to qualify and I had the la- the last day. My two of my best mates paced me around the track. I had the I had the points to make the team, but I needed to prove fitness. So, so can you sorry just before you go yeah. on, explain to us and the listeners who don't understand when you say points to qualify. Oh, what does yeah. that mean? So yeah. like world ranking points. If okay. you're in the top forty two, you can make it. If you have the auto qualify, you're automatically um, on the list. Okay. And then whoever doesn't automatically qualify have to rack up all of these ranking points to make the team. And usually in the past, I would just always run the time, we're on, easy. This year, I tear my Achilles in a race at the start of the season and for the whole year, we're like hobbling to the start line. And I remember telling my coach, I just want to go to Tokyo, new event. It'd be cool to go to two different Olympics in two different events. And she was like, fuck me, like, you're training at like 50%. What do you expect? I'm like, a miracle, bitch. Let's go. Like, <laughs> that's what I expect. We had the last night in Sydney and because of lockdown, I couldn't fly home to see my coach or my family. So I was there for about three weeks and you can imagine the mental toll. Everyone was going through it, right? Like, especially in Melbourne, we had it the worst. You couldn't go anywhere. And if you came home, you had to quarantine and do all this. And it was the last day and I said to my best mate, will you help me? Will you pace me? I have the points. I just need to run 201. And she was like, fuck, all right, let's get after it. So when you say, sorry, I'm being no. really naive, pace me, what, what does that mean? Oh, you sorry, yeah, pacing is where they go out in front of you. So okay. we do two laps in the eight. She'll yep. run the first one at the perfect pace to help me get around the second lap at whatever time I need to get. Okay. So they kind of set the pace gotcha. for what you need to run. I understand. And we said to certain people in a certain position, let's do it on Saturday. 23, sunny. <laughs> and if we don't get it, we can do it again on Sunday. And athletics in New South Wales were amazing. The other people were like, you'll do it on Sunday night at 8.30 because the cutoff was at 12 p.m. At 12 a.m. And I said on Sunday to, night. Yeah. And yeah. I was like to Laura, oh. they really don't want me to make this fucking yeah. team. And I think that's one thing I do love is when my back's up against a wall, I get so just angry. I'm stubborn. I'm a bitch. Like, <laughs> so to Laura, let's fucking get it. Like, I don't give a shit. Let's go. And so I had two boys pace me instead. They took me around and, oh, my God, we crossed the line and I think we were half a second under the time that we needed. 
Amazing. And my Achilles after was like, better <laughs> sit down. But I was on the plane to Tokyo and that wow. was really cool because we hadn't seen any of our friends all year because we couldn't travel. So that part of Tokyo was awesome, being able to reconnect with athletes. But at the same time, we had to test every single day. You, had to, you could only enter the village two days before your race and then leave two days after. So it kind of killed the Olympic experience, especially given... This I'd is COVID. A, yeah. Yeah, so the 16-year-old you who was excited for all the partying oh, and the, the Olympic village, that got, that got taken away. Yeah. I was shattered. And so I left and then we had to quarantine in up in the Northern Territory, which I wasn't mad about because I was just tanning every day. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is sick. I can just lie here like a lizard, whatever. <laughs> At the same time, I'm super grateful because... Although it wasn't the complete Olympic experience, we still got to leave. We still got to go overseas. We still got to run at the Olympics. And I felt so bad because people at home were literally losing loved ones. So it kind of, although I didn't compete to, you know, at the level I wanted, I'm like, well, fuck me. Like my life's pretty good considering. So that's a part I'm happy with. But now that Paris is coming up, I'm like, all right, let's go. There's no COVID. There's Paris. There's Europe. There's this, there's that. Let's actually get it right. Yeah. (laughs) This is going to sound really... And this is because I'm interested in this question. Do, do athletes, if you're flying over for Tokyo Olympics, do you have to fly business class or do you fly economy? <laughs> That's a great question. No, well, I upgraded. <laughs> I sound like nice. such a dick. Yeah. No, I upgraded. I paid to yeah. upgrade. Oh, so you paid. Yeah. So yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. I just like, I don't know. Oh. I've never, yeah, I've I mean, just, you had to, you had to you yeah. know, draw tattoos on yourself. Yeah. So you the extra I, and I saved up for it. I was like, you know what? Look it's the Olympics. Achilles. Yeah. yeah. But shout out to all the sponsors. They help us get there. And then it's up to us if we want to upgrade. But I'm pretty sure, I remember in Rio, if you won a gold, I mean, yeah, Rio, if you won a gold medal, you got to fly home in business. Oh. I didn't win gold, so I was in cattle glass in the back. <laughs> and I was fucking so would be what you'd be shattered about if you if you missed out on gold by like a point five oh. of a second, you got silver and no business class yeah. in my Oh, could like, you imagine? Oh. Like, that'd be like, shit out. They're walking left, you're going right. Surely, surely <laughs> a podium gets you business class. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. that'd be nice. Gosh. But yeah, that's, yeah. Tokyo I upgraded, but what's business like? Know. Never been. Yeah, <laughs> I feel so bad. Like, <laughs> I don't, don't, don't. I don't want to sound. Ar- it's not an arrogant thing. No, I mean, it's it not is at what all. it is. It's just nice because you get to yeah. lie down. Like I'm a big. That's napper. what. Yeah, that's what appeals to me. Yeah, yeah. and the food. Every, the food's great. Like whatever, but and the, oh, cool. well, you can't drink, can you? <laughs> on the way home. No, no, on the way home. Oh, you know, off season though. I'm fucking mate. It's nothing Go better than a couple it. of reds. On oh, oh, reds. Pinot or charades or. <laughs> Yeah, nice. I love a pen. But I'm actually just a tequila girl now. I don't tequila? Know yeah. yeah. Oh. Two double shot on the rocks and it's got to be Double shot on the rocks? Yeah. I'll never drink tequila again. No, if no, you do no. it on the rocks, I, that's why I tell all my friends. It's the best sip thing it. ever. Sip tequila. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never had, never really? so good. Yeah. Wow. That's it's like uh, Terramana, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I'm pretty oh, sure he drinks his like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 He's so. always posting about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should try it. It's yeah. so, tequila's the best, but... um. Yeah, no, that business, honestly, I just love it because you can f- lie down Yeah, much. I just, I love my sleep. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Talk to us a little bit about money in the sport. How do you, mm. how does it work? <laughs> like, I know it's a very broad and simple no, question. No, but it's, it's so funny. We get asked this all the time and it's like, there is no money in the sport. Yeah. But, um, so when you say, like, you mentioned sponsors before, yeah. is it your responsibility to get your own sponsors or is that what the upper bodies? No. Government bodies, <laughs> no, so you how do I – so – Do you have an agent? Yeah, I have okay. a manager and that's usually their job. Okay. Before I had my manager, I had a bit of a break. I wanted to manage myself. And if you're lucky, things just flow. Like I th- always tell people within the sport, have hobbies outside and showcase those hobbies. I don't care if it's fashion like what I'm doing or science or whatever. Someone with similar hobbies will pick up on it, will love that you're an Olympian or that you're a runner and will want to help. 
but no one seems to listen to me, whatever. And then <laughs> Athletics Australia have a tiered structure of who they will give their funds to. I'm not on it. I got off it after Tokyo. And yeah, so that's, we've got like podium potential, oh no, podium ready, podium potential, all the way down to development. There's not a lot of money, but it's still something, right? Like, and they get access to the VIS or AIS or whatever sporting institute that they're from in their state. And then other athletes either just, yeah, I guess they have a job, they rely on pr uh, prize money or sponsors. And I, I, I'm fully aware that I'm in a very lucky position where I have some amazing sponsors. Shout out Jagged Mizuno. Very nice. Um, <laughs> but Miz I also... Mizuno, I must say, that actually, I've had one pair of the best runners I've ever had and they were those. Yeah. You're welcome. And great <laughs> golf clubs <laughs> if you guys are into yeah. golf. Really? Golf yeah. Oh, incredible. I got to go there. Is there a special there. discount you've got? That you can <laughs> I do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking. I'm only no, joking. No, no. We can get you hooked up. 50% off. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <clears throat> the, to be honest, the story behind the golf clubs that they make, are, uh, it's incredible. Really? Yeah. So I only got into it this year. It was part of the contract and I was like, oh, whatever. Had a hit in the sim and I was like, there you go. I actually reckon I could quit athletics and <laughs> So I'm you've shit. been playing a little no, bit? No, I have. I have. I'm oh. into the fashion more. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we are going to talk about fashion shortly. Yeah. yeah. Golf's fashion. sick though. It's just cool because it's still a sport and I think it's just nice because you can get out there. It's sunny. You can tan. Have a drink if you want to have a drink. Be with some of your best mates and just bag each other. I love how it always we comes back to tanning or, or drinking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually sober at the moment like because of the track season, but I do think I have a bit of a... <laughs> Well, we'll hook you up with uh, Trav, who we had on uh, a couple of weeks ago. He owns all the biggest clubs in Melbourne. So uh, perfect. Well, we yeah. were talking about golf the other day. I just, I don't think I really, I don't think I can get into Not it. Not a patient man, though. Oh no, you yeah. yeah. I, I, lack See, I, 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 I love going out for eighteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a good way to just wind I'm down. So I can't. And I'm <laughs> and I'm shit at it. So like, if something I'm bad at, and I'm probably bad at a lot of things, but <laughs> when you hit it, and then it's and then it's a bad shot, and then you get angry, and then you. And then it happens again and again. I just, I just don't see. But with golf, you only have to, you hit one good shot and that'll get oh, you back next week. Oh, it sets you up. Yeah, yeah. 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 Sometimes you hit none and you're just like, what the fuck? And you know, I'm, I'm not in a golf buggy. I'm, I'm, I'm not in a golf cart. You're yeah. walking along with the buggy. Do, you, do you play with a cart? I'm a princess. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Do you ever go? No, sometimes out, I walk. Sometimes yeah. I walk, but no, I don't mind a bit of a. Because if I'm like a bit of a hoon. Yeah. yeah. If I'm hitting it, shit, I'm like, let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off this course. What about Albert Park at night? Do you ever hit the I driving range? I live across oh, the you road. You need to do that at night time. And they close at 11 and I've yeah. never been. It's Is there a bar there? You'd love it. <laughs> <laughs> I am the bar. <laughs> no, Byron Bay Golf Course. Mate, Byron Bay Golf Course. Stunning. Wow. Stunning. It is so pretty. See, if you take up golf, like when you're traveling yeah. with the athletics, like that yeah. is a perfect oh, hobby in the office. So days. good. Yeah. I was like knocking on the door when we were in Nice and it was a Monte Carlo like sports club or whatever. Like, yeah, they'll let me in. What? Fucking cool. Yeah. And they're like, membership's like 50 grand yeah. euro. Get out of here. <laughs> Did you book three years ago? No. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Up, What's like, your last name again? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm going to take the train back. <laughs> oh, oh train. it's worth a shot because you never know. Yeah. It could have been a last minute True. cancellation. And, yeah. Oh, come on. We'll get you on. Um, talk to us a little bit about fashion. Is, is it Melbourne Fashion Week at the moment? Yeah. Forgive my ignorance. Um, no, no. So this passion of yours of fashion, where's that come from? Is it something you actually study? Yeah, I do yeah. study. I study fashion marketing and business okay. with one of my best mates, Celeste. Um, but it definitely comes from my mum. She's like the coolest person I've ever met. She just doesn't give a fuck about it. <laughs> oh, as I told you guys before, she yeah. really doesn't care. And I think that's why I love her because she was a single mum and she just said, look, you're going to make a million mistakes. Just tell me the truth if you're ever in trouble 
and we'll move on with it. And with fashion as well, she would always say, just wear whatever you want. Mm. Who cares? Like she would rock up to our, our athletic days. She had this like koi fish onesie, like a full on long onesie jumpsuit with fish prints all over them and she would just wear that smoking ciggies watching us run <laughs> and everyone loved it for it because she did not care that's like, all, yeah. and I think that's where it comes from I'll just like wear anything however I'm feeling I go off feel um, I'm very fluid with my fashion but I definitely get it from her and I think I just love like the fact that I wanted something away from sport and it's perfect because people in the fashion world really don't care about athletes at all so you can just kind of like immerse yourself into their little thing and be whoever you want to be. So that's why I love it. Yeah, what's it like in there? Like so Fuck, so fun. Is it? <laughs> Have you made uh made some I guess well, I'm sure that like it's totally different to to being on the track, but I'm sure you've made a whole new group of mates because yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, totally especially overseas. So cool. Like I got to go to New York Fashion Week a few what, about a month ago now? Wow. Yeah, that yeah. was awesome because I think Melbourne's very What's the word for it? Not toned down. We're very um, reserved. Mm. You know, it's like a lot of blazers and business suits and stuff. Like, you can say boring. Yeah, yeah, is the word. Yeah, That's yeah. it. Yeah, conservative. Whereas New York, they're like, girl, you could rock up naked. No one's going to bat an eye. Like, <laughs> yeah. and I just love that. Yeah. You can just be whoever you want to be. But it is cool because you go over there and no one gatekeeps information. They're just like, oh, go to this party, see this person, do this, do that. And one of my best mates, Audrey, who works in that industry over in New York, she was like, yeah, we have this party tonight and Denzel Curry's going to rap and then, you know, um, fucking, what's his name? Lil Uzi Vert might rock up and then, you know, we go into one place and fucking Ice Spice is just rapping on, oh, jeez, I'm like going blank. This coffee's going right through <laughs> on the, what, what are you, the bar. Podium, yeah, 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 bar. She okay. just stands up on a fucking, I'm like, people would pay 300 bucks yeah. for these tickets back home and she just walks into a New York bar and starts rapping like it's nothing. And do I think you, that's the part I love about it. Do you know who that is? No. Neither. <laughs> I spy. I know the name, but I couldn't no. give you it. I'm not rapping as... We love our music, but... <laughs> as we kind I of, Spice? No. Do you know who I Spice is? Yeah. Are you kidding? I, first I thought she meant something to the like Spice the, Girls. I thought, no. I, 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 you know who I thought? You know where I, I thought you were going to say... Um, oh, what's his name? 90s. Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice. No. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I'd be doing one of these ones just walking straight back out. Wait, we were born. Uh, anything uh, in the fifties or sixties, really? <laughs> no, yeah, I know some. My oh, mum, like Doris uh, Day, is that too? You wouldn't know who that is. I know of Doris Day. No, we're uh, we like it. We quite like oh. our Frank Sinatra kind of okay. easy listening. Yeah. Oh we, we, no, we're actually quite diverse in our music. Except, oh, yeah. except, <laughs> except. I picked up on that. <laughs> except, except probably free or any type of rap. I don't listen to a lot of that really? or, or heavy metal. Yeah, really? they might too as well. I can't. Heavy really. metal's good if you're in the gym. Yeah. Like pump uh, my drive? If it's, yeah. Yeah, oh, well, uh, yeah, if it's in the gym, yeah. for sure. What about like... Some of the old WWE themes, they're yeah. all right. What about 80s rock? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like 80s. Yeah. I used to love Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Like that, yeah. Oh Actually, God. I have been, I must say, even this morning driving in, I had Kiss on. Yeah, uh, really? Because of the grand final. Yeah. Oh, now, that was hectic, yeah. I go through weird phases, like if there's a movie about a band or if there's, I just end you're up listening hooked, to yeah. them for like a good couple of months. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're hanging, hanging with rappers though. That's a totally different... Wow. Look, New York's a fun place, so, is yeah. what I'm going to say. <laughs> but, but it sounds like they're just more welcoming. Yeah, that's what I love. And I think it's oh, it's way more diverse than Australia, you could imagine. And I think that's why I find – I mean, I'm half American, but that's why I find myself over there a lot because I can let my hair down, no one judges, and it's America. Like, you I can agree. literally do anything. Have you guys yeah. been to the US? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. It's my f- I've, yeah, it's been, like, it's one of my favourite places to go. Yeah. And for that reason, too. Yeah. It's just – 
You yeah. can breathe. Like, yeah. I mean, other than their politics. Yeah, don't talk politics. Yeah. <laughs> Take me to where the bars yeah. and the sport yeah. is. Yeah. But yeah, so that's that's fashion in a nutshell for me. I just love it. I'm so surprised you guys don't know who I see. Oh, gosh. I, 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 you, I feel embarrassed. I you, I you looking at me and I'm like, yeah, Jesus. maybe I'll listen to some songs after. And I don't we know might, if you'll like jog, it. We might jog, jog, jog Keep chatting and I'm going to look at it. Put it through. Find a photo of it. No, we'll get demonetized if you put it through there. So don't do that. I was going to ask you, have you ever considered or thought about merging the two? So fashion and athletic. Would you ever do active wear kind of range of yeah. some kind of design or anything? So I had two collections with Jagged, my sponsor. That okay. was awesome. In 2021, 20, well, 2020 that, and 2021. Them, doesn't you, you wrote I Spice, Ice. Well, I Spice. I <laughs> ice, wrote I Spice. I Spy with my little eye. That ain't I Spice. <laughs> That's <what> I <laughs> uh, even I picked up that it was Ice, I-C-E. <laughs> I can't believe you don't know who she is. Oh um, gosh, I thought it was a, I thought it was, I thought it was a guy. Oh. <laughs> no, do you guys know? Do you guys like country? Yeah. I Guess do. who I'm going to in December? Luke Bryan. Yeah. Oh. Zach Bryan. Oh, Zach Bryan. So, oh, there going? you go. No, but uh, my cousins are just obsessed with Zach Bryan. He's so yeah. good. Okay, if you guys want a ticket, quick, go. Really? Go. Oh, so good. We're, we're getting excited for Robbie. We got Robbie, Robbie tickets. Oh, when's that? Uh, November. November. Isn't it? I'm yeah. shattered. I miss Paul McCartney. Yeah, me too. Oh yeah. We're big Beatles fans. See, what's he gonna do without the? Does he have songs away from Beatles? Like, no, nah, but he just – I went last time. He just sings Beatles songs. And oh, that's we, Yeah, he just sings all the – like, it's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. See, but, I just uh, love his daughter. Beatles cool, but his daughter's a fashion designer. Oh, oh of course. Say, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, yeah. But sorry, we cut you off with the, yeah, jagged, no, no, right. the jagged thing. So what was your involvement there? Um, so I got to design a collection wow. with one of their head designers or two collections. And that was really cool because I got to be – I obviously got to be creative and – that was fun. We had a little launch party and stuff like that. Yeah, and cool. I've always thought about coming out with a collection, but I think, like, of my own. But I think of, I think I like styling and creative direction more. So you know, like, I'd love to host fashion parties and photo shoots and video shoots. And even in America, I just love connecting people with one another because who knows what you can create, right? So that's probably the path I'd head down instead of designing because I've seen the process and I've lived a little bit of it. Yeah, I do not have time. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I just simply enough. don't have time for that, and I think what they do is incredible. But yeah, Mate, this is going down a different topic. But like, how long have you been a vegan for? You mentioned you, you're a yeah. vegan, and it's talked about so yeah. often, and I'm sure you fucking hate talking about it. But it no, just no, no. like, how long you've been? It'll be ten years next okay. year. Yeah, yeah, long time. I just did it for the animals. Like, I don't know. My at the time, I, it was slowly becoming a thing, and I remember. My now ex was like, we should just do it. And he used to love all different kinds of diets. And I think I just did it to shut him up. Like, yeah, sure. <laughs> and then I researched it more and I thought, fuck, that's just so sad. Like seeing them be slaughtered and killed is yeah. like breaking my heart. But I, I know it's not for everyone, I guess. But for me, it actually does work in terms of like my health and recovery and sleep and whatever. For me, I just, yeah, I do love the diet. So Yeah, I was mm. going to ask like, yeah, what, what are the pros and cons for, from an athletic point of view? Uh, pros? If any. For me, it was definitely my recovery and just illness. I had yeah. not been sick in 10 years because of it. Wow. Yeah, I used to get tonsillitis twice a year religiously. As really? soon as I went vegan, I never got it again. I would yeah. sleep, I would okay. finish a massive session, wake up, feel like I was, you know, 18 years old, just like unbreakable. And then, yeah, I just, overall, it, it's like it just cle like cleansed my body of whatever the fuck was going on in there. Yeah. But then again, it doesn't work for everybody. And then I would say the cons... The fact that fucking soy milk and oat milk at a cafe when you order it in your coffee just costs a million bucks. Yeah, like, true. can we stop? That's <laughs> <laughs> so annoying. It is like, disappointing. It's yeah. just yeah. like, it's the exact same, 
the, the, the price of soy is the same amount as regular milk, so why don't we just stop? That's true. Actually, <laughs> you know, jack up is, those yeah. prices. Do you go soy? I'm a soy girl. No, no, almond. Oh, no. Every man in Melbourne seems to like almond lattes. What is with that? I'm an oat. So. Oat's good. Yeah, I was oat oat's like oat. nice and yeah. sweet. I yeah. gave up caffeine yeah. though, but I was oat latte. Why did you give stuff. up caffeine? Because I headaches. Yeah. I get them yeah. every day. If I, hadn't, if I hadn't had a coffee by three o'clock, like, it's terrible headache. So really? I'm just like, I'm just going to cold turkey it. it took yeah. six weeks of headaches. And now, yeah. Now it's how, how bad is tonsillitis, by the way? It, it is the worst, <laughs> honestly. Like, You've had it, yeah? Oh, I used to get it all the time I as well. Fucked. Yeah. And, and then even, glandular fever, did you get that after? I, no, I didn't. Did you get glandular fever? Yeah, the oh kissing my. one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like 10 kids in our high school got it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to trace where it came <laughs> yeah. from. Yeah, you can't just blame anybody. We were like messaging each other like, are you fucked? Yeah, I'm yeah. fucked. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hard one to recover from. No, it was a whole year and a half. My mum didn't believe me. She thought I was lazy. And then we took the blood test. She was like, oh, go have a nap. I'm like, don't you feel Shout, so shout out to my sister, Pippi. She went through the exact same thing. Well, what did yeah. we have? We had the, oh, I had the EBV, EBV virus or something. And that what? was, it's, it's, it's like before you get glandular fever. I was like, what kind of virus are yeah. you <laughs> No, it's like, it's you like. You a couple of pills to fix yeah. that one. <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about that one. Uh, no, it's like before glandular. And then, but I used to get tonsillitis all the time. Even my little yeah. sister, she got her tonsils out, but she would still get. Really? Tonsillitis. What does that feel well, it's like? Well, it's not tonsillitis. It's clearly still an infection, but it's in the back of your throat. Yeah. So, Shit's so annoying. Because yeah. they wouldn't let me get mine taken out for some weird reason. Maybe they were too big or... Yeah, but like if I've had it, you know, eight times over the past four years, I was like, can we cut these fucking bad boys out or what? Isn't it amazing though, like your diet, how big of a part Crazy. of place? Yeah. You're I usually, big, you know? I do tell people like, do whatever you want, but the only thing I'd probably cut out for everyone is dairy. I think that really? was the reason why I would get sick. Yeah, for sure. Dairy's just like the devil. Especially like, you know, girls in their skincare and rah, rah, rah. Like, cut out that dairy and you might just get that glow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Save yourself a few grand. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Skincare is so expensive. Yeah. We. I don't do any skincare. No. Yeah, you guys are we're sponsored by every one single one. male on the planet, right? Yeah. I <laughs> know. Uh, bit of soap, bit of water once True. a week. True. Yeah. I'm a conspiracy theorist when it comes to skincare. Yeah. yeah. Really? Well, that's my excuse. I say to my girlfriend when she goes, uh, you know, you really should. I say, yeah, I've got a theory, though. If I put it on, it's going to make it worse. I have to keep buying it. But there's no, by the way, I must it's say, like moisturizer. Though, mm. But I've got to say, there's no. I've got no evidence to prove that. That's just I mean, you don't that's have my pores, excuse for not. Yeah. And girls would pay millions for that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, that's one thing I was I was lucky with. But you're in season. Tell us about your diet. How do, do you count calories or anything like that? How do you stay mm. in shape? Apart from obviously all the training, but I mean like <laughs> training and sobriety. You mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that your main thing? Is that the main thing that affects no, you? No, I think I had this dietitian Lucy back in 2016, and she was amazing. She gave me she set out a meal plan for me for every single day that I was training so it would change Monday Tuesday Wednesday whether it was high intensity low intensity or a day off and she would be like okay at this time you need to eat this don't eat here do this do that and my body just it was like clockwork and that's what I'm doing is going off of this old diet but I don't really like to count calories I don't weigh myself anymore because when I did I I think I went under 60 kilos, which is a lot for a girl that's five foot ten, which is really, really low, right? Really light. And I used to get, I used, I was forced into getting BMI testing every three weeks. And is that the they, body fat yeah. testing? And I was like, you can't do shit in three weeks. Like, that was really tough on my, myself mentally. Um, and I didn't run as well. So I kind of just went back to what Lucy said, followed her diet. I don't listen to anyone else and I don't stand on scales. But I think when you've been in it for so long, you just know the difference between right and wrong. Yeah. Like, we learn it at school that, 
fucking pyramid of yeah. like vegetables yeah. and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's, it's the so most basic thing, but it's but it's it's the most effective. Like we all get yeah. pulled by different diets True. and fads, but yeah. at the end of the day, if you just stick to the basics. Yeah, yeah. it's. I, I think that's what everyone needs to kind of strip it back mm-hmm. to is like. What actually works? What's the easiest and it's the cheapest method is just stare at that fucking triangle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or pay someone because I understand people do have certain health issues and whatever, so they do need a bit more guidance. I can fall off the bandwagon, so I allow myself on Friday to eat whatever I want because I just go crazy. I can't yeah, well, be... What do you eat? Yeah, what do you yeah, like? Give I, us. I, all my friends will tell you. you could, I could call anyone. I'm like, what am I eating on a Friday? Nothing else but fries. Really? Just, oh, fuck. Even the word just sounds yum. Yeah, <laughs> fries. Is that Lord of the Fries? Are they the vegan fries? I'll eat, yeah, just French fries. As long as they've got to be the skinny ones as well. Oh, I don't okay. know. Yeah, shoestring fries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I wish tomorrow? we knew we would have got some in. No, it was Oh, you can't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and goji. Have you guys been? What's that? It's, oh, do you know Yarraville, the area? Not very well. Like across across the Westgate Bridge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're east siders, yeah. Yeah. It's across the Westgate. There's this little place called Yarraville, but it's got some of the best food in Melbourne. Okay. I have convinced. heard that actually. Yeah. yeah. And a nice little park in the centre where everyone just goes and eats. But there's a, a um That's cute. Yeah. What do you call it? Like frozen yogurt place called Goji. Oh, stop. It's Yum. the best. And it's all vegan and organic, right? It sounds like, oh God. Blend. Yeah. I've taken all of my friends and they're like, yeah, this is the best frozen yogurt. Really? Hands down. Like, fuck Yoji. Every I was time someone posts it, Yoji, like, I had Yoji last night. Oh, it's yeah. shit. on Yoji. Wait, really? are, you, are you a fruit? I, Don't I'm a fruit yogurt person. I'm you can make that at home. I hate when people get fruit in their I'm yogurt. no good in the kitchen. I'm useless. <laughs> yeah. I'm useless. Do, do you cook like yourself? Like, or do you like, because I'm just thinking lots of athletes get like they're on these certain meal yeah. like companies and they're yeah. obviously ambassadors like do you do your own cooking being a vegan <laughs> that's a no <laughs> no I'm, I'm busy that's my that's my excuse yeah no oh, this is so bad i have to be honest because my friends will drag me through the mud i fucking hate cooking yeah but i'm really it. good me at too. it oh like, really oh, yeah yeah i've just found out i'm really good at it because i only just started <laughs> but bigger burrito girl looking for a sponsorship if you guys want to sponsor me oh um, yeah that would be a good one but Big Uber Eats girl, my roommate's like, no, we're taking you. You actually have to walk or drive to Coles. You live around the corner. I'm a Woolies girl, so I'm like, let's go to Woolies. <laughs> but I used to get Milk Run. Have you heard of yeah, Milk Yeah, I have. I yeah, love. Yeah. They just bring it to you. And now I'm trying to not be lazy. I'm trying to go out and make it's, my own food. So you don't even go to buy <laughs> I'm so You don't lazy. even buy the ingredients. Oh. <laughs> what? Okay. I'm like, Milk Run, they bring it to you. But I just, yeah. I, I, I say it's because I'm always. <laughs> I, think, I think Daniel's disappointed. Re- and I'm always on the move. <laughs> I'm always on the move. I'm always on the go. But when I now I am forcing myself because it's the Olympic year. I do want to, you know, change certain habits that I think I've just fallen off the bandwagon with. Mm. And with this diet that I have that I had in 2016, I have to cook again. And my housemate always gives me shit. All my friends are giving me shit. So I'm just trying to prove to them that I can live a normal life. <laughs> I'm just lazy. It's nothing else. I just you get home from training, from work, you're answering emails, going to photo shoots, yeah. flying everywhere. I'm like. That green little fucking thumbnail looks pretty. Oh, it says Uber Eats. Okay, cool. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Ding dong. Yeah. We shouldn't give them that much of a shout out. They're not yeah. paying us. No, no. We're in talks yeah. with another brand at the moment. <laughs> we, <laughs> oh. we can't mention that yet either. So okay. that's all. No, it's a safe space. That's all. Yeah, off air, off air. Um, <laughs> I was going to ask. It was. This is a random question, but we were kind of chatting prior to you coming in. And we're like, should we ask oh, this? No. no. Do you? Are you big on like Instagram Reels and TikTok? Do you scroll? Do you watch? Are you a consumer of content? Um, There's somewhere where this is going, by the way. <laughs> just wondering. That's just a precursor to the question. Uh, Instagram. I'm more. Sh- I'm shopping on Instagram. 
<laughs> TikTok, I only just got, I restarted. I, I downloaded the app again like late last year and it's cool because I don't actually have that many followers, like 700. So I can just post whatever I want. I don't I fucking well, it's want not it. TikTok. It's just, yeah, it's yeah. just nice because it's Freedom. like, yeah, when you don't have 100,000 or whatever followers, I feel like I can just be myself. And if you mm. don't like it or you do, like whatever. No, they're not nice on TikTok. Like, oh, I'll, really? give you the, I'll give you the hot tip there. But I just love memes, like real funny, like dark humor memes and cat <laughs> memes. My friend has a cat and now it's all that's fucking rocking up on my phone. So, Well, we, we had a dark humor guy come on the show a few weeks ago. Really? And, oh, gee, did that get us into some trouble? Really? <laughs> no, it wasn't too bad. But um, I was going to ask you, running content. Yeah. Thoughts. Nah. Oh, Thought. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Came out way too quick. Yeah. Nah. Well, that's the For end of myself it. or to watch? Well, I was, inter- I was interested in your thoughts and when you see it, would you ever make it too? Would I ever make it? Yeah. I mean... Or do, it, you, do you look at it and not like it for... I'll like it. Like if it's yeah. a friend, I'll always support for sure. But for me, it's just like, fuck, I do this every day. Why do I want to look at one foot in front of the other? Like yeah. that's just me though because yeah. I do love my life outside of athletics. I would make more of it and I wish I did because it's good for your brand and for people to know I'm not retired yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also like... My coach doesn't understand how to do all that filming. My, the guy that – my friend Sean, who usually does do all my videography, is really busy at the moment and I don't want to just hound him for his time. Yeah. And when, when we're at the track, it's just let's just train, you know. So I do admire the girls that can do it and the men that can do it. But for me, it's just like – well, if you could take us behind the scenes in Paris, that'd be great. Oh, that I can yeah, do. Stuff yeah, stuff like oh, that. The Olympics, Olympic if I village? make it, yeah, if I make the Olympics, I'll be like, I won't post during that time, yeah. but I'm going to grab all this content and I think... Come straight back on the Dawson Dean No, show. yeah, <laughs> if you invite me, I will, and we can just fucking... Okay, we can just go. Because I, I want to... That was the thing, like, as I said, when we get older, we just stop caring about what people think. Yeah. I think if I do go to Paris, fingers crossed, I'm going to... Yep. Professional athlete, and then do like some after dark. This is really what goes on. Not the oh, I not see all that. of it, but mm. to let people understand, like, yeah. and even athletes, this is really what it's like being an Olympian. Because that's the one thing that does kill me about the sport and about the Olympics in general is I understand that there are rules and regulations and sponsors, and you have to keep face and blah blah blah. But they wonder why there's no eyes on the sport, except for the men's hundred meter dash and the women's, pretty much just the sprints, but. It's because it's quick, easy personalities. And I think we should show that more in athletics to get more people in. But, you know, if you start showing a bit of personality, there's always someone to tear you down. Yeah. And you've just – I wish athletes had more freedom to just allow themselves to be who they wanted unapologetically. Because mm. what you sometimes see online – and I totally get it because I've been there. But then what you see behind the scenes, it's like, fuck, mate. Like, yeah, people I, would love yeah. to see this shit. So I think I will do it. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Could Please you imagine cancelled, sponsors <laughs> lost, I'll be coming here looking for a job. <laughs> I actually heard something, I was listening to a podcast on the way here and it was it actually put the shit into perspective with what you were saying, like who really cares? But it was like, if you zoom out far enough, you actually can't even see the earth. Yeah. So like we are, we, we're so tiny. Like, we're insignificant. And really. we're going to die pretty soon. So just like, <laughs> okay. thanks guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I don't know about you, but I well, plan soon, on living for a... <laughs> soon, soon met in the next hundred years. That's what I meant. But like, it, like it, it shouldn't... It, Unfortunately, just because of your situation, you've got obviously a brand up hold, but like it just shouldn't matter. Yeah. And I'm at that point now where I just don't care. And yeah. if you want me, you want me. If you don't, you don't. Yeah. Um, and it's quite funny. People want you more when you do actually, when you are yourself. 100%. But yeah. I think I do always say this to athletes. And this is probably the only bit of advice that I'll give today. The rest is about <laughs> drinking and not. <laughs> Tattoos and drinks. That's, yeah. that's going to be the title of the <laughs> yeah. pod. But yeah. <laughs> what I would say is like what I, I think I mentioned it before is to like find 
what it is that you like away from your sport and attack that on social media as well as your sport. Because once people realise you're like a multi-hyphenated person, then they want to work with you because you've got so many different attributes, not just, I run. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, cool, a million people do that. <laughs> like, yeah. So I think it is cool to have a bit of versatility. And when really. you retire, you've got something else to... Yeah, because yeah. you don't want to be... It's sad seeing all those athletes crumble and they're like, fuck, I've lost my identity, I've lost this, I've lost that. I'm like, yeah, well, I know they say all eggs in one basket, but when that basket's empty... Yeah. What are you like? Exactly. Yeah. One of my final questions because we've taken enough of you at time. Oh, I'm actually enjoying this. (laughs) (laughs) Let's keep going for another hour. Um, No, but one of my final questions was: Do you have a bit of a cap within yourself of when you might retire, or when you're looking at kind of finishing up? Are you looking at France as like that's going to be your last Olympics, or are you looking beyond that? Are you, or do you not even think about it? No, I have thought about it. And I have this, I'm a planner, even though I'm the most spontaneous person you'll ever meet. Like I thought I was sitting still, I'm off to America tomorrow, uh, next Friday. So my life can change at any point. I want to go to Paris. Yep. Whatever happens, I'll have to obviously sit down with my friends and family and coach and be like, all right, what's the plan? After that, I wouldn't mind like maybe having kids or something, getting into criminal psychology Partying wow. a little bit, take some time off. Because the Olympics, you have a massive come down. It's fucked. Yeah. It's really emotional. Yeah. But then I do want to go to LA. So whether I run in between Paris and LA is up for discussion. But LA is one of my favorite cities. A lot of my friends are there. I want to show my other friends from here what LA is like. Yeah. Away from Disneyland and fucking Santa Monica and an LA Lakers game. <laughs> but the other thing is I'll be like 30. I think I'll be 33 in LA. Okay. 33 turning 34 because I'm October. So it just depends on my body and what it can do. So, yeah, when I think a lot of people are waiting for me to kick the bucket and retire, but fuck that. No, we're not. We're, 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 I can't wait to watch the next yeah, few years unfold for you. Yeah. Me too. And I'll, to be honest, I will, I, we could have kept chatting for, for ages more. Oh, no. so, yeah. like, it's, it's been a really, really good chat and we've absolutely loved it. And like you said, like seeing a, a certain side or not a certain side, the real side to an athlete, I think is so important. Yeah. And, you obviously try to do that your very best. But for us to have you do that on our show, we're just oh, so thanks, grateful. Guys. So, um, appreciate it. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. And uh, looking forward to a tequila shot or two. I was uh, just about to say, we should do a testing. <laughs> Questions I and tequila. Oh, I could can't you even imagine? smell tequila anymore. Oh, oh I've got, I've, I can. I, I, can. I fucked up bad overseas. Can we actually do a tequila, a tequila testing, like after Paris? Press the stop button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we'll, we'll bring a tattoo gun. I've got an idea. I've got an idea, right? And we just pitch it. So we've been creating off on the side. <laughs> oh, not, not a running challenge. <laughs> we've got, uh, we do DOS VD challenges, right? With our special guests and they come in and they show us, they put us through our paces. We've done surfing. We've been on, we've been, we've done backflips on bikes. We've been in V8 cars. We're about to do an art one. We've got sport ones galore. Maybe we could do a running challenge with you and the loser, then maybe the tattoo gun comes out or, or the tequila shots no, come out. Oh, the tequila shots are coming out. I'm losing on purpose. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not sure about... Yeah, you'll kill me in running, so... How, how far, though? Because I'm, I'm still getting back I've got a hernia. Sprinting. Well, you might not have, well, you might not have to run. You literally, you literally can just host it. You don't have to run. You, you just, oh, yeah. cool. You can yeah. punish the loser. Can we do a beer mile? What's that? What's that? So you, oh, my. Oh, no. It's on the track. You run a mile. Every lap, you have to oh, chug a beer I'll before you can continue. Oh, can we change it to cider? <laughs> and we're on. You can, yeah, a, right. a cider mile. Done. No, tequila mile. Oh, I, I'm, I'm not, not shaking any hands yet. You can no, drink of your choice, but it has to be the same. Give me six months of training, you know what I mean? Oh, well, you've got time. <laughs> just dive it's going to be after there. Paris. Yeah, okay. yeah I'll actually join that. All right, let's do it. Of course I would. We'll wrap this podcast up. We'll get Will along. Yeah, yeah. You can actually win. No, he's not coming <laughs> but uh, thanks again, Morgan. Really Thank appreciate you. it. It's been yeah, pleasure. Thanks, guys. 
Dee, wasn't that episode just awesome? Oh, mate, I got so much out of it. I'm sure you did too. And, of course, thank you to everyone who listened. Guys, if you haven't already, go and subscribe to the podcast over on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. For sure. And please leave us a five-star review on Apple. It goes such a long way to helping the show. And, of course, you have your chance to get a shout-out. Don't forget to go and follow us over on Instagram as well. What's the Instagram, Dee? It's at DawsonD underscore. D-O-S-A-N-D-D underscore. See you next week. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you in the next episode.